Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Monday. Monday should be dreary, but they ain't because today we are celebrating our 700th episode of The Morning Toast, which is quite nuts, honestly. Quite nuts. And by the way, I'm here too. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey everyone. Um, I'm back. Missed you all so much. So excited to be back on the toast. So excited for our 700th episode. We have obviously done so many episodes, but we really don't celebrate our big milestones. No. And I don't know, just like 700 felt different. It's so many episodes. Really? I feel like we've done more. Really? Yeah. No. Like in a year-ish, we'll be at 1,000. Like, God we should willing, be, we should be at a thousand. Yeah, pitting, we don't get canceled. Um, we should be at a thousand now. I feel like we've literally done so many. We've done so many, but we've done 700, and that's a lot of episodes. Yeah. Okay. No, so it's a ton. I'm feeling super proud. I'm also, I'm mostly proud that we've done 700 episodes and we still have stuff to talk about, and the show is still good, funny, relevant. Better than ever, Better, some would say. No, more relevant than ever, mm-hmm. funnier than ever, charting than ever, like, yeah, sickening no, stuff. Sickening than ever. <laughs> No, I agree. Like, honestly, the fact that, and of course, some episodes are more full than others, but there's never really been a day where we truly have nothing to talk about, even when there is nothing to talk about right. in the world. And sometimes, like, having nothing to talk about is, so funny. is something to talk about. No, we have made having nothing to talk about into a full segment, mindlessness. A hundred percent. So The creativity knows no bounds. But today's episode is not mindless because we have so much to catch up on. Like, obviously, the news of the weekend, the last week, I wasn't here, missed you all so dearly. I was on Friday's episode and we did do a Patreon, so I do feel a little caught up and up to speed, but I just feel like I have so much making up to do. No, it's it's been a journey here without you, and yeah. we're so, I think I speak on behalf of everyone, we're so thrilled and relieved to have you back okay I have two confirmed what about you yep three. yeah okay everyone's okay. happy thank god, oh my god. <laughs> no actually you should have heard what they were saying about you like the ice queen oh my god it was finally like party yeah like, we could all finally talk shit about you like, no like teachers gone like we could live it up at yes at the toast studio no sure sure yeah 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 sure you sure, and Tyler sure. C and hey, yeah Tyler C was talking the most shit about you yeah I I sense that from him no also can we talk about did you listen to his episode yet no Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I have been booked and busy and I landed last night. I got home at midnight and I just, I was so busy. And then. Okay. Whatever. I I had no time. Let me just tell you, I was like giving him like a whole debrief. I brought up Luann or something and I, he was like, who is Luann? And I went on this whole like Megillah teaching him about housewives, the historical importance of the Suez Canal, et cetera, et cetera. He got booked on Watch Happens Live this week with Luann. 
stop. So he should, I was expecting a text like, thank you for the brief history lesson. That is so funny. I know. You should text him and be like, good thing you're all brief. Well, I texted, we have the same agent, which is how he came on the show. And I texted her, I was like, not Tyler being on Watch Happens Live with Luann. She was like, oh my God, I was dying. That's so, so funny. Yeah, so um, that's just me helping other people get ahead. And it's what I really love to do. Yeah, and you're so good at it. And I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> No, it's going to be good. That'll be good content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am so behind on TV, but we are going to get back to TV recaps this week, just for me, starting tomorrow, if that's fine. Well, there is no TV tomorrow. But yeah, starting this week, like when, oh, yeah, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we will get caught up on Love Island, Beverly Hills, Potomac. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't watch Potomac last night because the Olympics were on, and I don't know if anyone noticed, but I'm wearing my most proud American outfit, my red hoops, my blue romper, and my red, white, and blue uh, ASOS uh, what are these called? Bomber jackets. So I don't know. Just don't come for me. Proud American over here. <laughs> You're feeling like proud in the Olympics. I don't know if I'm like feeling proud because I was watching a lot last night. And, like we didn't win that many medals. But then that guy, Steve, you know, Steve. Do you know who I'm talking about? The guy yeah. with the board. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, from CNN. I think they're using him again for the Olympics with like his special board because he gave this whole presentation. And like, I guess I, I think I'm reminded of this every year. We're like the best. Yeah, we like well, win the Olympics. It's weird. Like depending on the headlines that you read, like I read a headline that we, the USA had the worst first day in Olympics like since 1972. Well, that's possible because I watched and it didn't feel great. Katie and Ledecky I also, lost. I also read a headline today that the US swimming team has won more first medals in their first day than ever before. Well, so that's it's Caitlin like, Drexel. is it the best or is it the worst? Yeah, I think we're winning a lot of medals, but like, I don't know if they're gold, you know? Medals are medals. Sorry. I, I agree. Either way, you get to yes. chomp down on it. Would you rather, this is like a dumb question, but I've actually thought about this a lot. Would you rather have a silver or a bronze? I, I think I bronze because it looks more like gold. Yes, you and I tell think if your people friends. came into my house, they would just say, assume it's gold. You know, I'm not going to hang up a bronze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they look really similar. So I was actually thinking like, Silver is so second place. Bronze is like kind of ambivalent. It's ambiguous. That's the word I was looking for, yeah. not ambivalent. What That's that funny. Mean? Ambivalent means neutral, not, neither here nor there. Ambiguous is like confusing. Yes. I meant ambiguous, and I know the difference. I'm sorry. That was just like brain fart Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, so yeah, that's what I was watching last night, even though like Shots of Sunset was on, Real Housewives right. of Potomac. It's so hard. I, I was watching Olympics all weekend, like, and I did not watch anything else. What did I say to everyone? Like when the Olympics starts, I'm wearing this outfit for the next two weeks. Like I'm so invested. So the TV recaps like might have to take a back seat because I'm busy being a proud American over here. I think that's fine. You know, like it's once in a lifetime, aka every four years. Like it's a, a big it is, deal. And also there's another Olympics in six months, which is crazy. I fucking love the Olympics. You know, they added cheerleading as a sport. I was wondering where cheerleading was. Well, because that's why when we watched um, Cheer on Netflix, why it was so popular was because it really sucks as an athlete in college. Like you put your whole life into gymnastics, I mean, into cheerleading. And at the end of college, that's it. There's no professional career for a cheerleader, which just kind of sucks. So now I think it's an official. Well, you could do like NFL or NBA. But, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But what you're doing at a college level I mean. is, is actually like more competitive than that. Right. So I don't know. It's definitely not this Olympics, but moving forward. And I couldn't help but think, like, is Gabby Butler going to be on the American Olympic team? Yeah. She should be. But the only thing to me that I think might prove to be challenging for the cheerleaders, people cheering cheerleaders, is that, like, they're all individual athletes and they're going to have to come together and learn a routine, you know? But no, if you're a professional cheerleader, that's what you do. Right. But, like... Everyone else pretty much performs as individuals. The only team is basketball, which like still you... No, synchronized swimming. They perform a dance together. But, but it's two people? They also have like a six group. 
but they're like lifelong partner. Like they compete together. So I think people, cheerleaders or either individual cheerleaders will qualify for the Olympics and then Monica will get in there and give them a routine. Monica better be a part of the crew. Or a whole team qualifies for the Olympics, in which case... They have that connection. In which case the team from cheer, what are they called? Navarro? Bulldogs. The Navarro cheers. Dogs. Navarro. Dogs. Yeah, to your team. Um, no, that's a good point. I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm assuming it's going to be a summer sport, yes? Yeah, because they do it outside. Daytona. Daytona. Super (laughs) summery. Um... I'm just really concerned about like everyone learning the choreography in time and also like qualifying. Well, I'm really concerned that like it's not going to be for another four years and it's Gabby Butler still going to be in fighting shape because in the documentary Cheer on Netflix, they said she is the most famous and most talented gymnast slash cheerleader, not gymnast, cheerleader in America. Mm -hmm. Therefore, she would be on the team, correct? Yeah, but by the way, it's three years now, so... I guess. I feel like she could she could still do it. Yeah, she's young. I, like, I'm really holding out hope for her. That'd be so amazing. Like, a great way to end the story arc that we started in Cheer on Netflix. Yeah. I, I'm glad for the cheerleaders. I was actually thinking, like, this could be an Olympic sport. Because, you know, they're always adding Olympic sports. Skateboarding. Yes. And we could talk about that because I did watch yesterday. <laughs> and, like... Of course, you know, nobody's perfect. And who am I, you know, big fat slob on my couch to judge. You know, people fall in gymnastics every now and then. With skateboarding, it was like every single person, like fall, 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 fall. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about? Like, I just was feeling badly for um, Ethan Hawke because... Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. <laughs> I was like, I think Ethan Hawke is the guy from the terrible movie, but um, Tony. it just felt right. Tony. Tony. I was feeling badly for Tony Hawk. He's Why? like... Such an amazing celebrated skateboarder, like lifelong skateboarder, career storied skateboarder. And like now it's an Olympic sport. I mean, he didn't get to be an Olympian this whole time. I mean, I really don't feel bad for him because he's like crying, you know, wiping his tears with billion dollars. He's literally so fucking rich. I'm so sad. I'm so worried about him. Oh, I'm literally, (laughs) what's the opposite of worried? I'm so, I'm sleeping peacefully knowing Tony Hawk is fine. No. And so, you know what? So is Ethan Hawk. I, I'm sure he's fine, but I'm sure that's a little bit of a bummer. Like, like I time, guess. He was an Olympic level skateboarder and he never got to compete at the Olympics. No, but he got to become something arguably better, like rich and famous. I don't know. He could have been on the cover of Wheaties box. I'm sure he has been. I don't know. I'm sure like all of his friends who were athletes were like, but we're Olympians. And he's yeah, like, but like, I'm an athlete too, bro. You know, and like during the two <laughs> weeks when all of his friends like went to Tokyo, he like sat at home alone, like watching on Instagram. Right. What was like happening. trying to convince everyone he was an athlete. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sure, Tony. Sure, Ethan. Sure, Tony. So anyways, that's what I was thinking. No, that's an interesting thought. So I'm just like having the best time. Like I'm literally going to go home and like I subscribe to like Olympic Channel, Peacock, because the primetime thing ended before the skateboarding last night. And I was like, where I needed my fix. So I got on Peacock. I got the NBC Sports app. And there's just so much content. And also justice for beach volleyball. Like it's literally the best sport. I saw your story. It's so good. Like what athleticism. And they have to walk around in underwear. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. Justice for them. Well, actually, there's a lot of drama now. Did you see? Seven bikini bottoms. Norwegian, um, I don't know if it's beach or indoor volleyball, they refuse to wear the underwear. They're like, we want to wear shorts, but it's not regulation and they got fined. And our girl Pink offered to pay the fine. That's so funny because I read the headline and it was really misleading because it said that they refused to wear the bikini bottoms. So I thought they just wanted to like... Be naked? Be loose. <laughs> and they were going to get fined for that. But to well, get fined, of course they would get fined for that. But forget... To get fined for wanting to wear just longer shorts. Because they're not regulation. It's so stupid. It's crazy. And so Pink is out here supporting the Norwegian volleyball players. We love to see it. She's such an icon and a queen. A little bit of a content update from me Mm -hmm. that I'm hoping, praying that you're going to find interesting. 
Um, because a few weeks ago on the show, we were talking about the Titanic, and I said that I was going to read more about the Titanic. Yeah. And so I'm almost done with this book about the Titanic. Like, right now, they just were, um, they were rescued by the ship, so I think it's going to be a lot about, like, the repercussions. Um, but I've, I've learned a lot of interesting factoids about the Titanic. And okay. one that I think you would like to know is that, in reality, they did not lock third-class passengers intentionally in, like, those doors like in the movie that did not happen and also well they didn't do it intentionally or they didn't do it at all they didn't do it at all there was one there was one gate that was locked because it was nighttime and they locked the gates and also there I learned that everything like the classes were really separate because of U.S. quarantine rules for immigrants so Mm -hmm. like they actually couldn't interact at all during the during the trip Um, there was one gate that was locked because it was nighttime but you could hop over it Got but it. there were also other gates. Right. And that also, you know, the scene... That scene is horrible. I know. And you know the scene where, they're, like, the people in the boiler room are, like, running under before each, like, door closes? Yeah. It, there was no, like, injuries in that way. Okay. And how do they know that? Like, the survivors? Yeah. This is going to be a really dumb question. Like, maybe the dumbest one I've ever asked. Because I don't really know, like, when the Titanic was. Are any of the Titanic survivors still alive? I was thinking that, no. It was 1912. So even if you oh, were a, a newborn baby, one, you wouldn't remember anything, and two, you'd be like 100 and Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Not, not such. I okay. mean, it's still possible. Yeah, but it's not like But it's like, probably not possible. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is interesting. Thank you. That You know, that does, like, ease my nerves a little bit. I can't watch that movie. Like, it's so terrible. Yeah. Tragedy. Travesty. So the book I'm reading is called Ship of Dreams, and it's a little dense, and I would just say, you know, watch the movie. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. They're dramatized for a reason. It's good. Yeah, yeah, No, for sure. Totally. But it, it is cool to, like, learn. I've been highlighting some interesting factoids, so maybe if, if people are interested, when I'm done with the book, I could read some of the facts that I've learned. Sure. Just like I promised that I would, you know? Yeah, I just want people to know I'm delivering. I'm You're deliverables. such a delivery woman. Thank you. Thank you. Um, before we dive in, I think let's let's take a moment. Look at our, our 700 episodes as a whole. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. I don't really have an end to this question. Well, I thought you were going to say, what's your favorite episode? It's, that's like choosing a favorite child. It's obviously Theo, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can choose a favorite episode, but... What was your favorite era so far? Like, we've had a lot of studios. Oh, um, I would say my definitely, like, my least favorite era was the previous one. The previous studio. Um, in... Where we got evicted. Okay. That was just like a bad time. It was where we were quarantined. I didn't love that studio. Like, I just, I don't have good positive associations with that time. I think that was like, twenty, like. Early 2020. Yeah. Don't, didn't like that. Okay. And I would say, I think my favorite era was our original studio. Even though it was far and like it was ugly. It was just like, we had such low expectations for ourselves. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah, I think my favorite era was not, like, early days of that first studio, but, like, eventually we, like, got really snatched, yeah. like, on a personal and professional level. And um, those were some good times. We had, like, snitch cam going. Yeah, when the snitch was with us, those were good times. Yeah, so those were fun times, but I also, like, love this era. Me too. Also, I love all of our Halloween episodes. Yeah. Like, there hasn't been one I did not like. No, they're actually, it's hard to pick a favorite. I know, and I think, like, of course, I think the OG is going to always be my favorite because it was so funny when we dressed up as each other but like I really but then I'm like oh no but wait what about the Kardashians like Margot on the Chris cam like yeah there was our most recent one was the best I think for me the royal family is the best it's so good yeah but also the Jonas Brothers so good so good and that was a hard day like our studio was under construction we had to move to like a makeshift studio yeah snitch was sick it was so hot Margot had strep throat yeah and it was just like still came through because that's what Kevin would do WWKD what would Kevin do and he would come through yeah. So I think those are definitely like my top. We have to start planning like 
October is almost upon us. I know, but you know us. It always comes together. Last minute, day before. Yeah, we, we plan for so long, but we can't come up with it until the day before. And, you know, we've actually had in the last 700 episodes, but also recently, like a lot of amazing guests. Mm-hmm. Chelsea Handler, like so famous. We've had some amazing guests. We should count how many guests we've had. We probably had like 100. Well, also, do you count guests we had on like a red carpet show? No. Okay. Not in reality. Who do you think is the most famous person we've ever had on the show? It's so... We had, like, back-to-back in the same week the two most famous people we've had, Kevin O'Leary uh-huh. and Chelsea Hamler on the same week. Yeah. It's hard for me to say because I can't think of all the guests right now. Yeah. And I guess, like, if I do include red carpet, like, Luke Holmes is up there, too. Yeah. No, there's just... There's so many. So many memories. Mm-hmm. And if just been fabulous doing it all alongside you you as well keeping us keeping us you're like the captain of the titanic but we will not sink captain smith no we hit an iceberg many a time many an iceberg many an iceberg but jackie the captain doesn't let it steer you know they said the titanic was the unsinkable ship but what they they really (laughs) they never met us they never met the toast did they say that yeah that is the dumbest thing that's like the biggest jinx of all time i know but like at the time there were so many ships being the unburnable forest it wasn't like like, it wasn't like the first ship ever and they were like this is unsinkable like there were so many in the same like family of ships there were ships from other companies and so the titanic was like the newest and not even biggest it actually wasn't remarkable in any real way other than the fact that it sunk and if it hadn't sunk it wouldn't have really broken any records but that's pretty remarkable that it sunk right but like you never would have heard of titanic no if it didn't sink no but honestly whoever gave it that name was not jewish because it's such a kanainahara like so superstitious you cannot say the unsinkable ship right before you get on a ship right but they didn't like it was just people would say it you know people are morons no beyond beyond and you know what that's cool to know like because i look around our world and like damn everyone is moronic but they were moronic in 1912, too. And that does bring me some solace. Yeah. Also, what I found to be crazy in this book that I read was apparently, like, 10 years before the Titanic sunk, a fictional writer wrote, like, a novella. It wasn't a book that was very popular then um, called uh, called Something Sad. And it was about a ship called the Titan that hit an iceberg and sunk. Well, do you remember, like, when COVID first started? That's what I was thinking about. Yeah? Yeah. It was, like, something went viral. Like, somebody found this, like, old... Chinese book of Proverbs. It, was it Confucius? No. No, whatever. Confucius didn't say. No, but it was like in the year 2021, was, a was, virus, Rona. Like it was so bizarre. Yeah, no, it was, um, there was a few things that, that started circulating, but one of them was from a fictional book where there was a infectious disease that started in Wuhan because there is a, a laboratory there. Uh-huh. And so they just, but then that turned out to be what happened. Interesting. And no, but then also that fictional thing said, it disappeared as fast as it appeared. And then that's oh, how that we know was, it's not true. That was a different thing. That was like um, some sort of omen. It wasn't Confucius, but it was It like, was a Confucius-y vibe. It was a Confucius-y vibe. Yeah, like I agree. I agree. It was like, you know how there are some people in the world, I, th- I can only think of one that I read about on Daily Mail, who like correctly predict like... Yes. Like... Elections uh, and, and major... And like hundreds of major events and so-and-so, there'll be a big thing in like... We need to find some of like, yeah. I can't explain. It's like Nostradamus. Yeah, no, but people were just like sending around all these spooky memes like during COVID. And I don't know if any of them were true, but Confucius definitely got in there. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for it disappears as quickly as it comes. Yeah, no, that part, um, they definitely got wrong. <laughs> the whole thing. Here we are. Um, well, we have a great show for you guys today, of we course. We do. We have a lot to catch up on. A so lot happened over the weekend. Let's just do it. So bro. without further ado, do, 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 if you're wondering where he is, he said he does not support the 700th episode. That's what he said. That's 
pretty much plain and simple. He said, I'll see you for 701. Yeah, 100%. We should just get like new balloons every day. 701, <laughs> I was actually, 702, two, 703. Because we only have to get one new balloon every day. These are expensive though. Balloons is the biggest crock of shit. Like as an industry, it's literal plastic. Guess how much these balloons cost? Three balloons. Uh, $200. All right, relax, $100. But still, like, <laughs> it's plastic, and they're going to be literally on the floor in an hour. These ones do tend to last a while. Hopefully, we can save the two zeros for 800 Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll store them in the closet. That would be funny if this balloon just turned into a calendar of what episode it is. No, I'm telling you, it's actually a good idea. It is a good idea. We should just get, like, a clock, like a ticker. Yeah, it's like zero days without incident. Right. Like 700 episodes without cancellation. Well, no, it's probably be, like, 100 since without cancellation, <laughs> if we're being honest. But you can't cancel someone who doesn't care. <laughs> so, without further ado, to do, do, do. It is time. You were the, saying. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Got sidetracked. It is time for the fast five stories that you do need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. It's you do. It's confirmed that you do need to know that. <laughs> um, and today's episode... <laughs> I'm not even in the mood to try. Today's episode... Really? For 700? Oh, true, true. Oh, wait. For 700. I gotta do something big. Start again. Okay. Without further Without ado. Without further ado, do, 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 where are you not here? He doesn't support us. It is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> you look like you're at some Shakespeare. Well, I was going to like pretend to have a heart attack, but that's like insensitive, even though our dad that's, did die that's of a heart attack. insensitive to yourself. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> and then I was, gonna, I don't like, I don't know. I'm running out of ideas, so I'll just stop. <laughs> okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Honey. We all shop online and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past because Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. They support over 30,000 stores online and they range from um, websites that sell tech, gaming products, makeup, food delivery, fashion brands. I pretty much think every single thing on my body right now I've bought online and got major discounts with Honey. It's so like there's literally no reason not to have it. It's free to download and it saves you money. How it works is that you're shopping at one of your favorite sites and when it's time to check out, the Honey button will drop down and all you have to do is click apply coupons, wait a few seconds, they'll search literally the entire depths of the internet to find you a discount. And if they find a working coupon, you'll watch the price drop automatically. So I've saved money on clothes, makeup, literally everything I can think of because mm -hmm. I hate shopping in the stores. I have trauma. Um, they found over its 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. So there's literally no reason for you not to have Honey. If you don't already have it, you are missing out on free savings. It is free and it installs in just a few seconds. Go to um, joinhoney.com slash toast to get Honey for free. That's joinhoney.com slash toast to get um, the browser extension for free. It'll change your life and you don't have to spend any money. It's free. I don't know if I mentioned it. It's completely free. Get Honey for free. Oh, yeah, that's for, for no money, right? It doesn't... What does honey cost? Free. Oh, wow. Zero. More people should get... <laughs> yeah. Okay, ready for our first story? Only Some if it's about Ethan Hawke. It is not about Ethan Hawke. Is Ethan Hawke an actor? Ethan yeah. Hawking? Hawk. No, the Stephen Hawking. Different. Ethan Hawke, old man, Kevin Bacon. Ethan Wait. Hawke, boyhood. Ugh. Does he look like Kevin Bacon? Yeah. A little bit. Same vibe. You're thinking of the right person. Yeah, okay. You're sure. warm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Okay, oh my first. god, remember when we were kids? It's like, where is it? You're getting warmer. That was so stupid. Like, how wasn't that just dumb? Speaking of getting warmer. Wow, just cutting me off. Speaking of getting warm and steamy, J-Lo celebrates her 52nd birthday by kissing Ben Affleck on a luxe yacht. Ben Affleck. Did I say it again? Yeah. That was not intentional. No, I know. Sometimes you like do it on purpose, and I know it's a joke, but you just like very, you said Ben Affleck. You know what? 
Let me live. Okay. JLo is done hiding her rekindled romance with Ben Affleck. After sharing photos of the pair celebrating her 52nd birthday while aboard a yacht in San Tropez, exchanging a kiss. She captioned it, 5-2, what it do? A collection of Instagram photos featuring shots of her in a print bikini and a cover-up, the last of which find the actress smooching Ben Affleck, and his hands are draped over her shoulders. No, it was a lot. Like, first they put up their own... Okay, so here's what happened, actually. Leah Remini, Remini, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I just die for her, had a birthday party. Mm -hmm. And she put up a little compilation video, like very mom on Facebook. It was like a video of pictures, you know? And she had a murmur photo booth at her birthday dinner. It was like a 50-person dinner. It was fabulous. Like Mindy White, it was just stunning. And in her video montage, there was a murmur picture of her, J-Lo, and Ben. And that was like the first time, and I was watching Daily Pop on Friday, and they were talking about like, do you think she got permission to share this photo? And Justin was like, Leah's been in the business forever. She's not going to like blow up her best friend's spot. So it was definitely like an approved posting by J-Lo. So that really opened the door a little bit. Then this yacht trip just blew the whole thing wide open because not only were they photographed like paparazzi, super clear photos, grabbing the ass, like doing the most. Right. But then also content was put out on J-Lo's personal Instagram. J-Lo put forth the content and said, here we are. Cementing the relationship permanently. And I just... I never, when we spoke about this, like, a few weeks ago, I was, like, happy for her, but, like, I just, like, didn't really care. It wasn't doing that much for me. But these photos are doing the most for me. Like, Ben Affleck is hot again, and I think more people should be talking about that, because he went through, like, a stage where he was just, like, not doing it for me. I I think he's a super cutie. Um, I'm just really happy for J-Lo. It's, I I guess I have to take back what I said. Like, I really thought they might be just, like, business partners, you know, venturing into something, and I I think it's clear that they're romantically linked. I mean, do you grab your business partner's ass like that? I mean, I I am your business partner, so I wish you would grab my ass If we were on the yacht in San Tropez, that's what I would be doing, for sure. Um, So, yeah, I guess these two are dating. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's pretty safe to say that they're confirmed. Yeah, also in some, like, sad news is that A-Rod is also in San Tropez, like, just being thirst monster per usual. You know, and he's, he's like, on a bigger yacht, but... It doesn't matter. It's lonely. <laughs> I don't care what yacht he's on. Also, like, can you find some other bay to no, traipse in? No, I know. In? Like, go to Nice, you know? Like, just there's a million islands. Uh-huh. Go to Greece. But, like, everyone's in San Tropez right now, you know? Right. But, like, he should really stay away. No, it's honestly embarrassing for him. And I don't know if he's, like, purposely, like... I think the media has a lot to do with, like, you know, A-Rod's on his boat while J-Lo and A- you know, And I don't know if he's, like, necessarily following them around, but the way it's being depicted is giving him such illusory vibes. And he needs, like, he needs a major PR move because yeah. right now he's losing so hardcore. Like, not only did he disgrace arguably one of the hottest women on the planet and, like, one of the most well-respected as well, mm-hmm. he's now losing in the aftermath of the relationship. Yeah. Like, he hasn't been linked to anyone. He's alone on his boat going down the slide. Like, yeah, there's with, like, with mystery girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just think he needs help. I agree. He needs to, like, just make himself scarce and a little bit more mysterious and leave us wanting more. Yeah, like, I almost feel bad for him, you know? Because, and this this happens, like, most recently reminds me of Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green. He's in a better place now, but, like, when Megan Fox, like, bounced out of Brian Austin Green's house and became, like, a part of this insta-obsessed couple, it was, like, pathetic for Brian Austin Green. Yeah. Even though, like, he was mean to her and, like, J-Lo was cheated on by A-Rod. Like, right. So, like, I don't really feel that bad for you, but, like, when someone's winning publicly so hard... I actually can't help but feel bad for the other person, even if they were wrong in the relationship. Do you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. I don't feel bad yet. No, but I'm really I feel like it's there. just getting good. The Daily Mail, like, had this picture of him, like, you know, his arms were crossed over his chest. He was going down this, like, big inflatable <laughs> slide. And it was just, like, 
top. It's lonely at the top. Like you could have the biggest it's yacht it's, it's, in the bay, but you're alone. And it, like, it's sad. It's lonely at the top of this line. <laughs> <laughs> it's lonely at the top of the inflatable slide for sure. And he has like the biggest oh yacht. God. I can't, I need to see that picture. It's pathetic. Like it really is. So like, I, I'm sorry, I'm human. I'm starting to feel bad for him. I'm not there yet. I'm just really enjoying this moment because I do feel like I didn't allow myself to get excited about all the previous moments because mm-hmm. I, I just felt like it could still be speculation somehow. But here's like the, the question. The two of them getting in and out of the same Range Rover like wasn't enough for me. But like last week they were shopping for houses together. Like, maybe, or maybe like, he was just like Maybe they were her. like about to go into like an investment together. Like still. I, I just <laughs> Like you're so, you're so scared of being like presumptuous that you become like a conspiracy theorist. I just don't want to get hurt. <laughs> That's fair. That's actually no, so and I, fair. And I also feel like so many times with these with couples like we jump to conclusions and, yeah. and that's how I wind up like building ships that fucking sink. Yeah. So not like A-Rods. Not like A-Rods? Ship? Ship. Oh. No. It's huge. Yeah. But so is the Titanic. It's lonely at the top of the slide. <laughs> so I'm really happy for it. You know, it's just tough. It's always like when, I mean, I've only had one boyfriend so I've never been there but I imagine for other people like when someone you were with gets back with someone they were like with previously because oh. it was like was it always about them? Right. How's Anna de Armas feeling? Right. Or like or right, like for both of them, on both right, sides, yeah, every, totally. How's Jennifer Garner feeling? Not well. Oh, that's not true. Not well because she came right after and she thought that she was the one. I mean, I actually feel like Jennifer Garner could not care less because no, I disagree. She was tortured by him for so long. He was in such a bad place, like he was so unwell, and she like got a boyfriend and got engaged and like he's hot, he's a businessman, bow, and I'm sure she's just like happy to be. Uh, it's all looks so fun when you're watching pictures on the Daily Mail on a yacht, but like at home, she's happy to be rid of him. You think and his problems for sure. I don't think so. I just feel like there's a part of her that's like extremely um, insecure. No, I don't want to say like serious, like serious isn't the word. Competitive is not the word, but just like. I feel the word competitive. And I feel the word serious where it's just like in, in the so far, the narrative up until this point had been like he left J-Lo literally like at the altar and then found his true love in Jennifer Garner. They got married. They had the like and then. And she was the one. And you know it's reminding that, me of. And then everything that came after was just like, okay, the, like, you know, he's obviously in a crisis Life. mode. yeah. And now it's like, was J-Lo the one that got away? It's very Cash, Trina, and Cinco. <laughs> yes, these it people is. who knew each other for three weeks. You know what I'm saying. It's a similar tra- love triangle. Yeah, though I am behind. Yeah, and that's always like what I think like with Morgan Stewart, like the queen. Like a lot of people don't know, like her husband now, they used to date. Yeah. So now do you think like Brendan is like, oh my God, it was always Jordan. Because like it was always Jordan. 100%. And it was. And like, you know what? You just can't stop true love. No, you can't. And you shouldn't try. And that's why it's, it'll always be Maverick. That's why it'll always be Maverick. <gasps> oh. um, did Maverick see that episode with Tyler C, do you think? You um, think he was quaking? No, I don't think he did. That's good. Better yeah. for his mental health. For sure. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. It's a little, it's actually like a lot of news that, you know, transpired over the weekend. And, um... We got to talk about it. Kanye West mm-hmm. is now living at Atlanta Stadium to finish his album, Donda. So on Friday or Thursday night, mm-hmm. he held a listening party for Donda at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Kim was there. The kids were there. Everything was like so fabulous for me personally. They were wearing matching outfits. They were wearing matching outfits. And I, I'm not going to venture to say like, just like, I don't want to get my heart broken. I'm not going to say they're back together because she was there, but they're on good terms. And that means everything to me. Yeah, of course. Because honestly, like what I was really worried about was Kim and Kanye were good for each other for a lot of reasons. But for Kim, like, he 
she was really his muse. And I think a lot, we were talking about how like some of her looks in Rome were like a little weird and like maybe she lost the Kanye effect. Mm -hmm. But as long as I really want them, of course they'll always be in each other's lives for co-parenting reasons, but I want them to still support each other's art. Yeah. And seeing her there looking so sickening, obviously styled by Kanye because they were both wearing like the same shade of like Kanye Yeezy Gap red. Mm -hmm. And like that just made me feel relieved yeah I do feel relieved I don't think he'll be styling her anymore and I I do feel like already we're seeing the change in her style based on the lack of his influence not like I I mean she always looks amazing but she was always like on the complete cutting edge of fashion with him and now she's just like doing her own thing whatever yeah but I just really am glad to see it's not even of course they're going to co-parent for the kids but it's like they're publicly supporting each other yes it's all good it's it's mostly good. Yeah, it's the album never came that. out. The, uh, right. Then the album never came out. It was supposed to come out on Friday. Now it's coming out August 6th, which I personally was feeling okay about because I'm just feeling overwhelmed with I like, agree. content in general. And I just didn't have the bandwidth to like sit down with my earphones and listen to a whole album. I just and couldn't. I agree. I actually wasn't ready for it. Especially not by Monday, like with a review for the toasters. Yeah, no. And this is so Kanye and art takes time and I'm, I'm in no rush. But it was like an, uh, because he did the listening party, there were so many collabs jay-z is on it which is just like really interesting and something i think we should talk about because as we know they haven't been on good terms for a while and i don't know what the root of the problem was but i always felt like beyonce didn't like him yeah i'm sure it is deeper than that honestly um and also like, like jay-z kanye like wanted to borrow money remember when kanye was in debt right, and like right. jay, there was like a money stuff too which is always icky right but i'm sure and that's what we knew publicly i'm sure there was so much privately that we didn't know but it's nice to see them back together. That's what everyone is talking about. This collab, first one since Watch the Throne. Right. Um, and I guess he needs to perfect the album. And now he's living in Mercedes-Benz Stadium recording and finalizing the album. Yes, I read it on Dumois and then like it got picked up everywhere. He basically just really liked the vibe of the stadium and he didn't leave. And then I saw And now him. he's like going to events yeah. at the stadium. <laughs> there was like a concert or something and like I saw him in the same outfit that yeah. he was wearing during the listening party, that red outfit and like the pantyhose on his head. <laughs> yeah. He was wearing it again. Yeah. So um, I guess that's cool. I just, I feel like maybe it's like something about the acoustics of the stadium. Maybe they go in there when, maybe, maybe he had his listening party, heard his song in a stadium for the first time and it wasn't exactly what he wanted it to be. And now he's workshopping everything with that stadium acoustics. And that's why he won't leave the stadium because I can imagine there are so many more comfortable studio options. I mean, I'm not personally going to even attempt to understand the logic behind like why Kanye does what Kanye does. He's an artist. He's a free thinker. So I, I don't really, I'm not craving an explanation if that makes sense. I'm going with stadium acoustics. Oh, that actually sounds like a very reasonable response. Right. But I don't know. People do crazy things all the time when they're artists, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know I do. I'm constantly creating. Constantly creating. Constantly. You are. So that's exciting. August 6th, Donda. We'll see you there. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. I know. The song from the, we reported on it before when you were gone. One of the songs was in the Beats by Dre commercial with Shikari Richardson. Mm-hmm. Sounded really good. Mm-hmm. And then there's clips like being put out from the listening party and it sounds great. Right. But it I sounds li- like really good actually. I want to listen like an album form. I haven't listened to any clips from the party. Did you watch the Beats by Dre commercial? Yes. He's done miracles on me. Really good. Really good. I'm really excited. I mean, we have not gotten our sheet music yet. So that's how we know the album isn't coming. That it's not ready. Speaking of 700 episodes, that is definitely a career high. Mm -hmm. I would say that's in the top 10 of all 700 episodes. Was performing exclusively close on Sunday. If you guys are new here, what was the last album called? Jesus is King. Mm -hmm. I got an email like on a Monday night saying, hi, this is Stephanie was her name? I don't remember. At Yeezy.com. 
She sent us sheet music of a new Kanye song. Well, it's old now. It was called Close on Sunday. And she wanted us to perform it. She wanted to hear our take on it. And she sent us the sheet music. And I was like, can I get an MP3? She was like, no. So we had to, well, Jackie really did because we took music theory growing up. Jackie whipped out her keyboard. We performed it. It's honestly on YouTube. You should check it out. I pretty much watch that um, once a day. Oh, I don't. It's so good. I'm not thrilled with my performance. Oh, really? Me neither. And I've actually never been so nervous. Like, I was more nervous to do that than I was to perform at the Beacon Theater. Like, I I had the biggest pit. I I was I was freaking out, right? I agree. I think that's more nerve-wracking. Yeah. Also, a highlight of um, the toast for me is when we performed your song on the episode, (laughs) the day that it dropped. Of course. Um, the speaker, the speaker died, at, but our spirits didn't. And that was just the craziest thing that's, that's one of ever my happened. favorite toast moments it's ever. Top 10, so of for sure. all time. I agree. All the Halloween episodes are in there. So mm-hmm. that's how many Halloweens have we done? Four? Kardashians, Jonas Brothers, Royal Family. Oh, because Breath wasn't, yeah. Okay, yeah. so three. Kanye, Performing Toast, that's five. And mm-hmm. we have to fill up the other five for our top 10 episodes. I'm sure it'll come to us while we're sitting here. Yeah, because um, Roscoe Platts is definitely in there for me. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Mad good stuff. Um, may I? Yes, because it's time for our next story, but I feel as though you have something to say. I do. That's why, that's why we're so good together. That's why we have 700 episodes. You're so intuitive. Thank you, Claudia. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line and it is not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide where you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room again. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available because they want you to start living a happier life today. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Visit BetterHelp.com toast. That's BetterHelp.com toast to join the over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So again, Morning Toast listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com toast. Thank you so much for that. Our it's next story is, is extremely layered, and we're going to take it from the top. But Lala Ken is denying shading Megan Fox for not attending the movie premiere. Lie. She's lying. Everyone here is lying. I agree that this doesn't feel 100% truthful. So as you may or may not know, Lala Ken, Vanderpump Rules, her fiancé, her husband. husband, they got married? No, fiancé still. Oh my god! I can't keep up. Everyone's wedding's getting postponed. I know, like, I know. And then they just do it, and it's right. All, and it's like just, a small backyard ceremony, and then right. you forget about it. But I do think it's fiance. So her fiance Randall is a movie producer, and he. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Continue. It's okay. Ignore me. Um, movie producer. He made a movie called Midnight in the Switchgrass, which filmed like right before COVID. Machine Gun Kelly is in it. Megan Fox is in it. That Bruce is where Willis, they right? met. Oh yeah, Bruce Willis. But this is so not about oh, him. Oh, that's where they met. And apparently, Emile Hirsch also says on the poster. Um, and that's where Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox met. Very exciting. I think Megan Fox is a star because she is technically on the poster, and Machine Gun Kelly. It's a small bit for him, but whatever. They met, and it's and it's good. And so you would think they would like highly regard this movie right. just because it's where they met. But the movie just came out, and they were not at the premiere. They said that you know with COVID cases spiking in California, they just it did not feel safe. And then Lala posted a photo to her Instagram story of her at the premiere in front of the poster. Her body is covering Megan Fox, and her caption is kind of. Uh, 
covering Megan Fox's name in the poster. And people were thinking that is because she's like mad at Megan for not promoting this movie that Rand made and that Megan is starring in. Yeah, of course. And then I think I saw a tweet and I don't know if it was fake, but it was Machine Gun being like, why would I go promote a movie I was in for five minutes? Right. But. And then also there's an old Instagram live clip that's floating around now where Machine and Megan are like just going live and talking about stuff. And then they said like, that they pretty if they're in a movie like they'll pretty much you know they're just like acting in a movie he's like except for the one and they were like laughing about got it yeah well this makes me sad because they've been on Lala and Randall's podcast so I thought they were for sure like two power couples like loving each other up but it appears as though that that is not the case no I mean maybe it started out as the case but then maybe you know maybe they watched the movie and they just like weren't feeling proud of it well I have to say Randall isn't known for making good movies like mostly all of them are actually bad not all of them. No, not. They're no. all like incredibly low rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but I think. Except they, for like the one. Lone that, Survivor. Oh, is that, did he do that? Yeah. Okay, well, the John Travolta one, Gotti. Gotti. Was meant to be good. Yeah, but it's like literally one of the lowest rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes in history. Right, but I, I feel like they had every intention of it being a good film. Well, I don't think people set out to make bad no, films. No, sometimes you're like, this is just like corny directed DVD. Let's, yeah. We know what we're doing here. Let's just yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even sadder. <laughs> yeah. So this actually makes me really sad because of course Lala's shading her and to pretend like she's not like just own it. Right. So now I feel like maybe this this whole drama got like really messy and like no one in the movie. I'm sure Bruce Willis is like, get me out of this. No His pictures and all of the stuff. Bruce Willis being dragged into this drama is so embarrassing. Yeah. Well, so Lala said, my mom quickly took a picture of me. I was just standing next to the poster. She said, pose. I want to get a picture. I quickly, um, she said she was excited for the movie and posted it and then went in to watch the film. So she's saying there was no shade. It was just like an accident. I mean, that's possible, but there's more evidence to support that that it was completely shady. But there's so much space on top of the poster for her to put her caption. It's so intentional. It's so intentional. And if you look at the photo, you don't see anything wrong with it. But then if you look at what the movie poster actually looks like, it's incredibly intentional yeah but maybe she just wants to clean up this mess because nobody associated with the movie wants to deal with it yeah no and it's this is also just like really shining a light on how lame this movie was because if they all had just went to the premiere would have been like oh a movie i'm not gonna see but now it's like well why not because the movie was bad and it's just like really making an emphasis on the fact that randall made another bad movie i don't know i feel like ultimately it would probably lead to more eyeballs if everyone went to the premiere we'd just see pictures and be like okay that movie they were in but now it's like how bad it could it be (laughs) how bad could it be let me watch this is actually also an interesting conversation because i was um on TikTok and I saw like a bunch of different celebrities talking about this and I think Kevin Hart has gotten in trouble for this like if you're in a movie is it on you to promote it because you're a part of the film like you should want to promote your project or should you be paid by the studio to promote it what do you think because remember when those Sony emails got hacked? Yes. No, I know exactly what you're talking and about. And Kevin right? Hart was like, well, those emails, he got so much shit for it. Like, he wanted to be paid to promote his movie because that's his, his time. Okay. Here's what I think. I don't, but who cares what I think? But this is what I think. I care a lot. If you're in a movie, you should have to go to the premiere. Yeah, of course. As far as posting on your social channels, you should be able to work that into your deal for payment. Especially if, like, you have a really big following, and that's probably why they wanted you in the movie to begin with. Right, but then also a lot of people... Um, so, like, if Kevin Hart didn't go to the premiere of his own movie that he was starring in, he's on the poster of, I'd be like, oh. I would yeah. also just be like, why were you in the movie if you, if you don't want to be a part of the movie? Yeah, and a lot of... The bigger celebrity that you get, a lot of times you take, like, a small salary up front, and then you get a, a huge piece of the movie, and that's how, like, Julia Roberts made all of her money. She was, like, the first celebrity to, to really do it, so... In that case, you should want to be on every red carpet because right. the more successful the movie is, the more money that you make. It's not right. like a guarantee. Right. So I just thought it was interesting. Um, 
it is interesting and I do think that there is definitely there's definitely beef here yeah well the video that I was watching was um about the movie Precious Monique said she only got paid fifty thousand dollars to do that movie and then they wanted her to fly to Cannes and she was like are you kidding yeah she was like no pay me they're like we'll give you a hotel room and a suite and she was like no. Was this unrelated to this? You just saw that separately? Or yeah, I saw that separately, but it is a conversation in Hollywood. Like, should celebrities have to be paid to promote their own movies, or should it just be a part of their job? I think it depends on what we're talking about in terms of promoting. Like, this premiere was in L.A. They live in L.A. Like, they should have went. But, but, but if, if you want someone everyone... to go to Cannes, like, you're, you better fly them to Cannes and put them up. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Okay, you ready for our next story? I guess. It's, it's some fancy royal adjacent wedding news f-r-a-j-n yeah was that right fancy, <laughs> fancy royal, royal adjacent, adjacent no no j yeah princess diana's oh. niece lady kitty spencer marries billionaire michael lewis so princess diana's 30 year old niece lady kitty spencer who you might be like what who why she went viral at um the wedding of of Harry and Meghan, I think. She did? Yeah. That's how she got all of her Instagram followers because she went to the wedding of, like, a royal wedding, and she was so stunning and sickening that everyone was like, who is this girl? I just think it's worth mentioning, um, like, I knew her before, and... No, you found out, like, I don't think you realize that's how you discovered her, no. but that's how you discovered her. Are you ready? Hmm. Lady Kitty Spencer follows me on Instagram, so I followed her back, so I knew her before everyone you else You only did. followed her back once you knew who she was, which was from the wedding, Claudia. No, I'm telling you. No, I don't, because Simon knows her. Simon was at the wedding. I saw Simon. Was Simon's at the posting those premium pictures. Simon is I so cool. Simon. I like, saw Simon was at the wedding. I saw. He's he so said, cool. He said so many people have amazing love stories, but he loves kitties and Michael's the most. And I, I know was like, that was really kind. I was like, so do I. Then yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. If I may. Princess Diana's thirty-year-old niece, Lady Kitty Spencer, has married a sixty-two-year-old billionaire, Michael Lewis. Oh, jealous. The pair exchanged vows at Villa Aldo Bradini in Rome on Sunday, with the bride wearing a gown by Dolce and Gabbana, a designer she has modeled for since 2017. The Sun reported. If you follow her on Instagram like we both do like she's always posting Dolce Bulgari she's just like yeah queen. she's like the fashion it girl of London like every brand wants to work with her so I'm sure there was literally a million designers clamoring to make her wedding dress which is like such a crazy feeling and I saw a lot of like mixed reviews about her dress I thought it was stunning I didn't see any reviews but it was stunning spectacular spectacular royal classic traditional sickening. modern <laughs> everything never been done before but is traditional yeah no it's like it's timeless it really is like I feel like that photo in like the royal wedding book will age very well oh for sure this is a dress that will age well it's just like stunning visuals and if you're interested in like royal Spawn. randomness like this is she's a great follow yeah no because she's like stunning she lives this it's it's literally a life nobody has it's so outrageous like and now she's a billionaire so right. like it's only going to go up from here. I really suggest following her on Instagram. She's cousins with William and Harry. Yeah, but I feel like she doesn't, like, they don't, like, associate with each other. No, except for the wedding where she went to and she went viral. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and Harry wasn't at the wedding. So, like, does Lady, does... Neither was William. Well, of course not. Does mm -hmm. Princess, oh, that's actually kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't they go to their sister's wedding, a cousin's wedding? I don't know, in Italy. COVID. Yeah, maybe it was small. Well, here's my question maybe they hate each other for sure <laughs> um what was what was my question my question was such we were talking about them being cousins yeah I don't remember but a lot of people oh yes so of course Kitty is like famous for being 
Diana's niece, but also being everything of the sort. I think she's mostly famous for being everything of the sort, and then her fame was cinched by the fact that she's Diana's niece. Because does Diana have other nieces? I'm sure Diana has other nieces, and I'm pretty sure Kitty has sisters. Yeah, or like brothers, like nephews of Diana. Yeah, but they're not Kitty, because Kitty is Kitty. So I was like, is she special, or is she just the only last remaining niece? She's special. She is, okay, for sure. That was my question, and then my other thing was, a lot of people are all verklempt at, like, she's 30, he's 62, but he's a millionaire, so... Age and doesn't matter. Simon said it's his favorite love story. So. Yeah, so it's obviously something we tr- remarkable. Simon is a trustworthy guy. No, totally. And Simon was posting the most premium pics. Because I was like at Surf Lodge like wasted this weekend. I'm like, where are you? He's like, I'm in Rome. I'm like, oh man, you're going to a royal wedding? And I'm eating chicken fingers at Surf Lodge. Honestly, I think I would prefer to have been at Surf Lodge. Everyone has their own journey. 100%. 100%. 100%. So um, also, just a fun fact about for any Redheads readers out there, Lady Kitty Spencer, the Spencer household, Diana Spencer as well, it's part of Spencer Churchill household, which is the family that Consuelo Vanderbilt married into, and they reside at Blenheim Palace. Blenheim Palace. Which the Blenheim pups are named after. It's really just a beautiful full circle. So Kitty's mom is Diana's sister. Dad. Oh, okay. Brother. Because whatever happened, because in The Crown, William... The sister that Charles came over to date Diana's sister, and Diana slithered in there and stole him. Yeah. What happened to that girl? I don't know. Is she alive? I'm sure. Is she... But she's not related to Kitty through blood. She is. Kitty's auntie. Through marriage? No. Diana has a younger brother. That's Kitty's dad. This is... Got it, got it, got it, got it. Oh, that's why she's Spencer. Well, that also definitely helps. Yeah. 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 Very interesting. Well, wishing her and her rich husband all the best. All the best. You guys should check out her Instagram and check out her look because it was quite sickening. Also, I'm um, looking forward to the honeymoon content. I feel like it'll be really good. Mm -hmm. Private jets. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're going to go to San Tropez. Everyone's in San Tropez. I know, but I feel like she doesn't post like iPhone photos. It's only like if someone's shooting her. Like a Bulgari photo shoot. Yeah, right. And it's always a Bulgari photo shoot. Always. <laughs> and honestly, I relate to her. Like, it's so hard to have to do so many photo shoots for so many designers. Like, this one brand, Shop Morning Toast, like, they don't stop taking <laughs> photos of me. It's so annoying. <laughs> I can't. Shop Morning Toast is going to design your wedding dress. Literally, it's going to be a crew neck dress. <laughs> <laughs> With a TMT patch on the breast. <laughs> on the breast down to the- <laughs> Can someone toast- please make a graphic of like what a crew neck dress would look like <laughs> on a body? Like just take one of my wedding pictures. I'm actually so curious because that would be so funny. A crew neck dress. That is so funny. Honestly, if I could redo my wedding, I would fucking do it. Or at my after party dress would just be an oversized crew neck in white yeah. with TMT on the side. So cute. So cute. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Oh my god, already? Mm-hmm, already. Time flies when it's your 700 episode. I know. Um, but is today's fifth story brought to you by Bowling Branch or no? Should I, just, should I just go? Should you send it back? Send it back, yeah. No, no, it is. Thank, Thank god. god. Okay, well, Bowling Branch is everything of the sort, and that's really much, really all you need to know. But if you are looking for uncompromising comfort with the best selling 100% organic cotton, signature hem sheets, then you gotta check out Bowling Branch. We both switched to Bowling Branch, like, 
a long time ago now, maybe like eight months, and I've never looked back. Yeah. Breathable cotton. I'm a very warm sleeper. It's very, I sometimes feel like I'm being suffocated when I sleep. But Bolin Branch is so lightweight, but it also keeps you warm, but it also keeps you cool. It's like a magic technology. Um, they're dedicated to quality at every step over at Bolin Branch. Their sheets are designed and manufactured for maximum comfort and durability, and they don't cut any corners because there's no middleman between you and Bolin Branch. You're getting luxury quality for the fairest price, and they stand behind their products, and they honor a 30-night worry-free guarantee. So if you're not satisfied, which I can't imagine that you wouldn't be satisfied, you can get your money back send it back no problem it is the perfect balance of weight and breathability to pamper warm or cool sleepers throughout any season give your bed the white house treatment with sheets that three presidents have fallen in love with how, how interesting is that um their manufacturing partners are family-owned businesses that share the same values and standards so you can feel good knowing that you are sleeping on something made ethically and also that's keeping you fabulously asleep. So to experience an entirely new standard of comfort, visit bowlandbranch.com. And if you want to get 15% off your first set of sheets, use the promo code TOAST. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com, bowlandbranch.com, promo code TOAST for 10, 15% off. Excuse me. Thank you for that. It was, now it was a pleasure and an honor. As always. And now for the fifth and final story, which is some exciting TNN adjacent news, which is that Raven and Adam are pregnant with a little bebe. She says, I've wanted to be a mom for a long time. It's been nearly four months since Raven and Adam tied the knot, and now their family is expecting. She said, it's so exciting. We found out right after the wedding, I've wanted to be a mom for a long time, and I always imagined creating a family with someone I love so much Aww. and expanding my love with Adam into a human I can't even imagine. They um, conceived on their honeymoon, so this is a honeymoon bebe, Aww. and they are expecting in January. They're such a fabulous couple. Beyond fabulous. I'm really happy for them. They found love in a hopeless place, Bachelor in Paradise. They really did. And I feel like uh, we forget, like when we think about the successful couples of Bachelor Nation. I always forget about them because they met on Paradise and they're just so low key. Like they just moved to Dallas and lived their fucking lives. And I think we knew that this was coming. She said on her podcast, Girls Night, which um, date, was date night with her and Adam, they wanted to take a step back. They were thinking of starting a family. So I'm really happy for them. It was premium content and she's she's really like the sweetest girl. She is. And I'm so happy for them. I'm really happy for them. The content was very premium. Mm -hmm. The pictures were sickening and... I'm happy for the Got Chalk Gates family. Also, speaking of Bachelor Nation, I am on Jason Tardick's podcast today. I saw. I recorded it a long time ago, and I was kind of nervous to do it because it's all about, like, money. And I'm, like, weird. I, I mean, I think, like, a lot of people are weird, yeah. like, when talking about money or, like, yeah. business. But I actually really liked it. I think it's a really great idea for a podcast. It's all about, like, it's called Trading Secrets. So, like, you're trading secrets with someone from different industries. And just all about, like, how you make money and how you sustain life as an influencer. And I had a really good time. So, if you want to check that out, you should do that. You should definitely check that out. Definitely. 100%. So that's it. Like, are we going to wrap up? That's our 700. show. 700. Anything you want to say? I, I was just going to ask you the same. I don't know. Just feeling grateful, excited about the future, grateful for the past. So many memories. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, like, grateful for the past. It, but it made you the woman that you are It here, did. Constantly looking forward. Today. Constantly looking forward. Anything that you want to change for 701 plus? That's a good question. I mean, we recently did our podcast reviews, so I feel like I got a lot of constructive criticism. Yeah. Um, and so moving forward, I'm going to constantly um, just try to keep my talking to a normal pace. Mm -hmm. I'm going that to... That actually wasn't a complaint. It wasn't? Fast talking, no. It should be. <laughs> I listened to the episode. I'm like, what the fuck are these hookers saying? Like, I have no idea what they're saying. Um, so I'm going to work on that. I'm definitely going to try and sing more, more than ever. I'm actually I, working on new music. I think that that was the feedback that we received most was please sing more. 
Yeah, no, and it was like overwhelming and, and really humbling because, you know, my true, like, I love what we do here. But, you know, if I could have any job in the world, I would want to be like a famous pop star. Yeah. Um, and so for people just to kind of like see that in us was so humbling. Right. We didn't sing once today, not even for 700. Not even, oh, not even for the final story. I know, oh, I the thought triangles. about it. The triangles. The triangles. Where are they? Wait, we, okay, so a couple, what, before you left, so like maybe two weeks ago, we were getting really into our final story song, which if you don't know, it goes a little something like this. It's the final story. And we were, you were saying how we really need like a percussion. The note that we end on would sound beautiful with a triangle. So I think that we should end the show with a rendition of final story, but I think we should try and find a way to say, it's a 700. Yeah, the only thing is that we can't find the triangles. Where did I put Wait, them? That's a I'm great question. So excited. I know. I feel like they're on the shelves. They're in like, I put, oh wait, I put them all in like one thing. Of course, like I never know where I put anything. Oh God. Just you hold down the fort. I'll be right back. Okay. And then will you get into your head? It's the seventh hundredth. I keep saying seventh hundredth, but it's seven hundredth with Ben Affleck. Nice. She found them. We are in business. Wow. Those are so cute. They're Amazon's finest instruments. Okay. Brand new. This one was mine. That one's yours because I opened this one. Okay. And that's and, my tapper. Yeah. Take it out of the thing. And ASMR. Which side do you think we hit it with? The rubber or the? No. Uh, I think rubber. Ooh, oh, that's beautiful. Stunning. Okay. Rubber. And hold from the top. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's, it's the, the set. Oh, what are we doing? Oh, my God. Sorry. I wasn't listening to anything you were saying before. I was busy looking for the, the triangles. It's the seven hundredth. Seventh hundredth? Sorry. <laughs> seven hundredth. Yes. Seven hundredth. Yes. If improvise. you were listening to me, you would have known I was okay. struggling with okay. that. Okay. It's, it's the, the seven hundredth. Do 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 No, no, no. It's not a drum. It's not a drum. Sorry. Okay. We just sing normally, and then the last note, we do a little ring. So we're only, we bought these to play it once? Once a day. No, okay. You do the final one. I will improvise percussion-wise. It sounded good. It was okay. It lingers too It long. sounded good. I could stop it. It's, it's the 700. 700. 700. 700. 700th episode. Number 700. 700. Where do you get it? You're using the wrong side. Fuck. No, it sounds No, but you have to like give it like a... It's more than the Does wrist. it only play one note? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. No, it should play different notes. Is this annoying? It's a one note. It's a... Whatever. We gotta... We should get, like, some nails and just hang it up here so for easy access. <laughs> that's Anyways. our 700th show, you guys. You are the best. Thank you all so much for tuning in to have... I feel like there's definitely one person who's listened to all 700, right? Us. <laughs> <laughs> well... For anyone who's ever listened to even one episode, we love you guys. Thank you so much. On to the next 700. Am I right? On to the next 700. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. Where we've delivered the fast five stories 700 times. 700 times five is 3,500, correct? 3,500 stories. No. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. 
3,500 stories. Wow. Of mindlessness. 525,000. 3,500 stories. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, Radio, Castbox, all the places. So if you listen to podcasts, find us, Morning Tales, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. The Society Season 2. What emoji should we do today? I I'm think seven, seven, but in the block number. Yeah, of course, the big like blue the, seven. The blue, With yeah. the white seven. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Number seven. Bye, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.